We're coming to the end of the school year, too. A couple of weeks left, I think, maybe somewhere around there. Uh, just think about the last year of schooling for kids in our province, in our country, around the world. It has been unlike any other, and there's a lot of questions about what kind of impact that's had on them. What has it meant to them, you know, not only in terms of their education, but in terms of socialization and, uh, you know, just all the other things that went into such a very, very strange year. So we're going to chat about that now. I have to try and remember how to get two people on the air at the same time. So let me try this. First, I'm going to go with uh, Christine Below, who is the East Glen School Assistant Principal. Hi, Christine. Are you there? Hi, how are you? Okay, hang on. Now, uh, what do I do? Sorry, I push it again. Okay, and then I bring on Jason. Jason Daniels is the evaluator from Community, Community University Partnership. Jason, are you there? I'm here. Hey, we did it. We got you both on the air. Fantastic. <laughs> Thank you for joining me, guys. I really appreciate your time. Um, yeah, Christine, why don't we just start? As somebody working in the schools, uh, what a weird year, right? What kind of things, you know, are you hearing from kids? And I know you're involved with the All In for Youth program, which deals with, um, you know, kids and some of the struggles they face around education. Just what kind of a year has it been for you? Well, you know, and thank you for having me on, Shay. And you know, we're we're incredibly fortunate to be in partnership with the United Way and and be able to provide a ton of supports to our students because it has been a crazy year. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, all you know, all all sorts of shifts and changes. And uh, you know, students have we're really proud of the way our students and staff have have come together to to make this year to make the best of the year. But you know, it, with the year um, that we have had with COVID, we've had a, a lot of significant challenges. And you know, we're looking at students needing support with mental health, students and family dynamics shifting, um, looking at families in need of, of food supports, um, students in need of, of resume building and job skills, and just that overall sense of, of security and consistency um, that, that we've you know, been working really hard to provide for them. Well, yeah, I mean, that consistency is just, I mean, that's so important, especially for, for younger kids, just to have that routine and to just sort of know what to expect. And that's all been thrown up in the air for so many of them, um, just trying to deal with day-to-day life uh, at, through this pandemic. Jason, what kind of things have you seen, you know, in, in your role? What kind of things have you been looking at and, and hearing about from, you know, uh, kids in school? Absolutely. Just to echo some of the stuff that Christine, Christine's been talking about, um, I mean, a lot of the things that we've seen for years in terms of some of our most um, socially vulnerable uh, communities and children just have been exacerbated with this pandemic. Like we're seeing um, issues related to like food insecurity. Yeah. Um, I mean, it become even more of a, of a problem or, or challenges with respect to, I mean, when, when they shifted to online programming and students being able to access, I mean, even having the equipment and being able to access uh, their classes and, and to be there. Not to mention, I mean, all of the other things that go along with, um, like, the, the mental health challenges yeah. that, that a lot of our students are, are facing. What kind of things are you seeing there? In terms of... Uh, mental, mental health, health concerns challenge? and some of those yeah. elements this year. I think, I mean, I think overall we're seeing, like, r- rises in things like anxiety. Um, things, as Christine talked about, um, just that, that lack of security, like that feeling of... Uh, of not not feeling secure and not feeling safe, yeah. um, kind of being exacerbated for for like and a lot of those children who who are, are struggling the most. Yeah, and I think I mean just not knowing what's going to happen the next day. Is- if you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or Zepbound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. 
If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. And hard for all of us, there's no doubt. Hey, um, Christine, tell us a bit more about the All In For Youth program and, and how it works. And it, it really, I mean, the timing couldn't be better. It's, it's been running for a few years, but, you know, you're just wrapping up the five-year pilot project uh, with COVID. Um, and I imagine a lot of the work that you're doing is, is really, really valuable, especially in light of what we've been going through the past year. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the All in for Youth program has made made all the difference to, to the schools. It operates in, in five schools, including East Glen School here, but five schools in Edmonton. And, um, you know, it's such a unique program because we are able to have um, partnerships with Family Centre, um, Boys and Girls Club, and Big Brothers Big Sisters. Um, we have a Roots and Wings worker, out of school time coordinator, mentorship coordinator, success coach, mental health therapist, all full-time in the building. And so with with all of the you know, all of the, the concerns that students and families may have, we're able to provide those wraparound services in-house. And that's, that is, you know, the true gift of, of the program is that we don't have to, if, 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 a, if, we're, if we're sensing or we learn about a, an issue with a, with a student, we are able to provide that support immediately without sending them out. I'm wondering, because like you say, they're all in-house, they're all there. A lot mm-hmm. of the kids weren't this year. So, so how did mm-hmm. that look? How did that work? Well, you know, that kind of goes back to that consistency piece. And I'm really, really in awe of the team and how they were able to pivot and adjust so quickly. Um, You know, looking at all the all the in-person opportunities that were had to be shifted um you know we're able to provide online mental health counseling able to provide online tutoring um online after school and even weekend virtual events um you know our our big brothers big sisters team was were able to even provide a um like a division-wide team takeover during during in february where students could attend virtually and so students even though they um were not able to be in the building at all times they still knew who they could reach out to and, and whether it was through social media whether it was through you know, organized wellness days, um, clubs that they could still attend and connect with, um, or just simply appointments that they made. Um, you know, our, our, our team across the, all the schools made thousands of wellness checks. Um, once the pandemic, st- pandemic started, that the work really, really shifted into high gear. And, and, you know, we're really grateful that the team was able to connect with our students, call home, find out what supports were needed, and then able to still work with us as a team to, to provide as many supports as we could to students and their families. Yeah, what a huge service. And, and- Boy, mm-hmm. uh, perfect timing to have it too. I- I'm wondering, Jason, when we take okay, we talk about the year and and, and you know the, the kind of services that were provided and how valuable they were. Now moving out of this year, mm-hmm. we're starting to look ahead to the next schooling year. Are are there concerns about what this last year may have done, long terms in terms of education, socialization, um, mental well being, all these sorts of things? Are some of these kids going to be dealing with this in years to come? Uh, I would say I think not. Not even just these kids. I think, generally speaking, I think that all of us are going to be dealing with this for many years to come. But again, th- those effects are going to be exacerbated in children that that are dealing with other issues on top of all of the stuff yeah. that comes along with that. So, absolutely. And then, I mean, I would uh, defer to Christine to talk about the academic effects, but definitely, um, I would suspect that in terms of uh, for for a number of students, there's going to be a lot of catch up that has to take place. Um, there's going to be uh, a need for ongoing mental health support um, for for a lot of our students um, and a lot of our children, I think, for, for a significant amount of time to come. Yeah, Christine, you know, I mean, I, I've heard of some, uh, I believe it's a First Nation in Manitoba that said, you know what, we're scrapping the year. If you were in grade three last year, you're in grade three next year, and there's some parent group saying they should be given the option to tell their kids that, you know what, you're just going to do this year again. We're just going to count that as a lost year. 
How serious of a concern is that for educators in terms of what was lost this year and can kids reasonably be expected to move forward to next year? Well, and, and you know, I, I believe our, you know, our work in all of our schools has been, you know, incredibly focused on making sure students are accessing, you know, the essential learning outcomes that they need for the year. But what, what I, what I truly am grateful for with our All In For Youth program is that when, when we are, you know, even now, but when we are returned in the fall, um, you know, our teachers know that they can reach out and say, if, if students are struggling, um, if students need, you know, if they need breakfast, if they need um, some, just, you know, some, some help with self-esteem or some work on their mental health or they, or families need to, you know, to, um, to be able to access services or be taken to appointments, you know, we have staff in the building to, to do all that. So teachers will be able to focus on the teaching um, in, in our school yeah. because we have the All In For Youth supports and, and those professionals will work with our team to, to help all the other pieces, all the mind and body pieces that need to happen for good learning to occur, and then our teachers can focus on getting everyone you know, caught up. Well, guys, I appreciate the fact that you were there for the kids uh, through a ridiculous year, and uh, thanks so much for joining us this morning. I really appreciate it. Well, it was certainly our pleasure, and you know, we really, uh, really value, really value the work. And if, if Edmontonians would like to donate and and be part of my uh, part of All In For Youth, then please go to myunitedway.ca and and you can you can help out that way. It could be critically important for our, yeah. our students and their families. No doubt about it. Yeah, uh, Christine, Jason, thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you very much. Thanks, Have a good guys. day. Bye. Um, that is Jason, uh, Jason Daniels. And Christine Below talking about the All In For Youth program and what they've uh, sort of experienced as we wind down this school year like no other school year.